1: Focusing on the products and services uniquely made in Minnesota and conversations with the makers, entrepreneurs, and innovators in Minnesota about how they conceived of their products and how they brought them to market. With Stephanie Hansen, it's the Makers of Minnesota. Hi, this is Stephanie Hansen and you're listening to Makers of Minnesota and we are on episode 25 And I am here with my friend Dave Ostland, and Dave is a serial entrepreneur. Um, You may recognize him from some of his other businesses that I'll let him get into, but he has a new business venture that he's working on called Belly Up. You can find it online at Get Belly Up, but it's a dining restaurant concept. And it's very interesting that it's coming at this time because it's kind of in a genre of other like ideas that we're seeing formulate. Dave, welcome to the show. Stephanie, thanks for having me. Yeah, welcome to to the podcast. Um, There are kind of a new proliferation of offer sampling type concepts that are coming in the restaurant and the beverage industry. Um, Tell me a little bit about Belly Up and sort of how you came to the idea or had you heard about it from somewhere else? Well, yeah. I know you're a serial entrepreneur. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. so my mind is always going. It's always coming up with new ideas. Some of them are crazy. Some of them are great. Some of them are stupid. Some of them are, um, you know, wonderful. And this one falls right into the crazy, wonderful, great one, I think. You know, I have a business partner, Noah Miwa, who yep. uh, we started coming up with a couple other concepts back you know, last March, April. And they were based off extensions of other products that I had had. And so we were. Working. And
1: your original company is DirectLine Services, Direct Line right? Services. And tell me, because you're a serial entrepreneur. Tell me about the other companies you've done that people listening to the podcast might be aware of.
0: Well, DirectLine Services was the kind of the umbrella company for Twin Cities Food Finds, mm-hmm. which was a at, at the time the number one or number two website in town for restaurant referral services, and you know that was in the in the two thousands, early two thousand tens era. Uh, a magazine, Twin Cities Food Finds, that. Also, you know, it was a 110-restaurant menu book. Yeah, it was huge. We and, and, and gave the concierge at the hotels. And then um, we also have, or I still have, the whole network of restaurant menu and map brochures that are in hotels all over the Twin Cities, and that's kind of the main core yep. of all of it. And we've done uh, Reserve Perks, which was a reservation system that also gave people an automatic 30% discount, which was very successful. But as all things successful, there were a lot of negatives to it. So it didn't last very long. Yep. And uh, I had, uh, I bought into dealstork.com, which at the very beginning came, it actually hit the same month that, that Groupon hit in the Twin Cities. Okay. And it was a daily deal site. And I bought into it because I kind of thought that, you know, being local instead of being from D.C. like Living Social was, or uh, from Chicago like Groupon was, could, could keep the money local. I understood restaurants more. I could give restaurants at a lower price point Yep, and so that worked really well for a couple of years and just until it just didn't start working for people anymore and then it kind of turned gross you know yeah it felt pretty and and then then i sold it and the people who bought it couldn't manage it and we clawed it back but by that time it's only uh you know it's a just an email database it's pretty much useless yep and so I've gone on to I've I've got well com. Did I mention that already? No, Dine-a-lot? Dine a lot. Dine D O D I N E L O T Dine
1: Lot. Okay. Which is
0: actually it's kind of a private discount program for travelers in the Twin Cities. So when you go to certain hotels, they will hand you a card to go to the dinelot.com slash, then there's private code. And it accesses a bunch of discounts that they can go to different restaurants and redeem. Okay, but the general public doesn't really know about dine sure. lot, even though there is a public form of dine lot. We don't push that. Okay, it's all it's all private. And
1: so, you know, I, I like I said, you're a serial entrepreneur. Yeah, <laughs> didn't you have a water company at some point too? Well, I I had started a water company
0: uh, called Avivar, uh, Crystal Artesian Water, and I I, I'm, I was going to import water from Tequila, Mexico, from underneath uh, mantel, the mantle, uh, the volcano of Tequila. And so working with the guys down there, the actual company that had had access to the aquifer yeah. and was uh, the Arete tequila company. Um, and so I'd contracted with them to utilize their bottle shape and kind of their look, but instead of having it be called Sante Organique, which that's what they were calling it, I was going to import it as, uh, as Avivar. Okay, And so... That went really well until they decided that avivar was a better name for their Spanish sourced water than Sante Organique, which is a French name. <laughs> they said, you know what? We'll still give you the water and you can have, you know, North America. We're going to keep Mexico and South America and, and we're going to do avivar down here. I'm like, man, eh, but that's kind of my trademark. And so, you know, i am if going to do? Sue Mexico? Right, <laughs> right. Know, there's somebody in Mexico and... <laughs> <laughs> it's just not. It doesn't work that way. So it really, never. Even though I end ended up getting into 400 stores, a contract for 400 stores, I didn't get into them. Yeah. That. That. So it's another great idea. Import water from Mexico, which was successful, and then all of a sudden wasn't. Yep. But uh, this one's going to be.
1: Well, and I love that you. I mean, this is how your mind works, and you're continually thinking up ideas. I know you've made money on some of ideas, probably lost money on some of these ideas, but. That is kind of what a serial entrepreneur is. Does it? Do you wish some days that you could just like go to work and turn this off? No, no, I never. Couldn't, I
0: couldn't. it couldn't. I couldn't even. Even in the
1: worst of times, when
0: I think of, oh my god, I, I. The minute I think of, I have to be at an eight o'clock meeting on a Monday morning, or I have to be at a four thirty meeting on a Friday, or I can't spend seven weeks a year in Mexico, or you know over to Hong Kong you a, yep. a year, like, Nope, not, not even an
1: option. Okay, so that's a good perspective for you to have that it's got good times and it's got bad times but all in all they're my times.
0: And that, that That's that's it too. You know, when you've got kind of a head like mine works which I can't really explain. Heck, my wife of, you know, a dozen years doesn't even know how my head works yet. My kids kind of do but, you know, they're seven so they get it. <laughs> they're children. <laughs> they're children. Some of us never grow up. Um Yeah, it's, it's just how you, you kind of have to forge your own path and figure out what works for you, and that's what I do. And sometimes what works for me doesn't work, and sometimes it does, you know? and Yeah, just...
1: that's the life of an entrepreneur. Right, so you, as you know. Yeah, I do. And we, I mean, oh, God, we talk about some of our failed ideas, and we laugh now, but at the time, you know, they all sounded like great ideas. Um, let's talk about Belly Up. There is a new kind of... Prolif- proliferation of sampling memberships, let's call them. Yes. How do you, did you see this somewhere else and you were like, oh, I can do that better? Or how did you conceive of Belly Up?
0: Well, right. I mean, you know, nobody's idea is 100% completely unique. No. And so I was actually in New York last winter and ran across a cocktail membership called Hooch, which I think is like $10 a month and you can get free drink at thirty restaurants a month. I mean it's something crazy. Yeah. And so I was kind of intrigued by him. So I called a couple of the restaurants and said, Does this really work for you? And they said, Yeah, you know, it's getting off the ground and, and people are coming in. And, sure. and most people and I, the website actually said that the average person who comes in and redeems a free drink spends thirty four dollars. So I said, is that true? They said, Yeah. Well I don't know if it's thirty four dollars or if it's more or less, but most people do spend more. So that was always in the kind of the back of my mind. And then um, you know, I don't, the re- funny thing is I don't really drink. Yeah. You know, I used to a lot, and that's why I don't do anymore. But, um, you know, there's an, another craft program in town that does a very good job with craft beer, but it's focused really on the hipster market and more on bars. Okay. So I, I thought, you know, there's a way to, since I've always been real, more focused on restaurants, there's got to be a way to bring in more higher-level restaurants with a craft program does it include beer or does it just include cocktails or does it do both? Yeah. And I'm doing both. And my business partner, Noah Mia was all part of this thing too, you know, as we're talking about it and talking through it. And then, you know, Noah is, says we should bring in the art community into this thing. I'm like, well, how do you envision that working? And he, um, back to a couple of his artists, friends, cause he's from MCAD and hangs out with mm-hmm. uh, you know, a lot of these guys and they love this concept of, getting free craft drinks at a whole bunch of different ref- restaurants in town, they said, well, we should make our own, you know, private run of glasses. I'll paint one for you, and then I'll paint one for you. And you so anybody that is part of Belly Up gets custom-created glassware by pretty well-known artists in town. Right. You know? And so if you get the Beer Belly, which is 25 beers at 25 different locations, mostly restaurants, a lot of little higher-end bars, you know, a couple of tap rooms, you also get a four-pack of, of pine glasses that are each have nothing to do with each other, but as a four-pack, really are Minnesota food and drink related. Yeah, and they're those, cool. Those get mailed to yeah, they're really cool.
1: So do you have to bring your glass into the participating bar?
0: No, no. Uh, all you do, you go in with your Belly Up app that you've downloaded and you've, you've purchased, and you show them that you get a free drink. On my phone. On, on your phone. They Click Redeemed, you get your drink, you know, hopefully you stick around, have some food, have some more drinks, and uh, then you leave. We mail the glassware to you now. Okay. So it's out of the restaurant's hands.
1: So you ship me this package, and then I download my app, and I can go into 25 restaurants and get a free beer, essentially, for how much is my beer membership? Well, for the 25 beers at
0: 25 restaurants, including the four glasses, it's $35 for 2017.
1: Wow, that's cheap.
0: Yeah, and then the twenty-five craft cocktails.
1: So there's beer belly. There's
0: beer belly, and then there's booze belly. Okay. And booze is twenty-five craft cocktails, and the the restaurants that are partners in there are just really high-end restaurants too that are very food focused. And they um, lost my train of thought here. They will give an opportunity. You know, you might have three or four or five different uh, drinks that they'll have available to you that are their signature drinks.
1: So they can curate and have a signature drink it, for you. So you go some in. Some are doing that.
0: Yep. Yep. But some are doing their, you know, we're offering our seasonal drinks. Yep. But at least you can go to 25 different places that have tw- 25 drinks that nobody else has because it's really their signature Cocktail. And a
1: craft cocktail's at least ten dollars usually. Yeah, we kind of we
0: kind of looked at it, and and we're looking at eleven to twelve dollar range on average. I mean, sometimes if you're going to go in someplace at happy hour, you might be able to get that cocktail at eight bucks, and sometimes it's you know a twenty five dollar cocktail.
1: So doing math, it's like you get twenty five cocktails at ten bucks a shot. It's, it's about, about a two hundred and fifty dollar value plus the glasses. So, yeah,
0: yeah. And, and what's the value of the glasses? It really is, you know, I mean,
1: priceless because they have the cool art on them. It, that's exactly it. So, this is pretty cool. So, did you... But we
0: also have, so you've got the beer belly, the 25 okay. beers, you've got the booze belly, but we also have the best belly, which, before we met with somebody that both you and I know, uh, we called it the big belly, but she said, you know what, women don't really want something associated yeah. with a big belly, so I'd get rid of that. So, it's now the best belly, and it's, we've combined both of them. So, you can get 25 beers, 25 cocktails, $85. And, and then it's... you get the four-pack of not only the the tap or the uh, pine glasses, but also four pack of highballs. So you get eight artists made glasses.
1: How cool. And what
0: a great gift idea. It's really, yeah, it really is. You know, especially I look at it like this. I look at it, you know, if you're in Woodbury and you have to go to Edina, now maybe this is going to say, you, you know, where, I don't know Edina. Where should we go? Where yeah. We go eat. Well, you know what? In Beer Belly, there's Barrio and there's also Layla that's over there. Let's go there. Let's get a her, her drink and let's, uh let's, have an appetizer or lunch.
1: Yeah. One of the things that I'm trying to do, and I eat out a ton, so I'm maybe not the best person to ask this question or to market this to, but I am trying to force myself to try new places all the time. Like, I really think we have just an amazing food town and my husband is just the classic, like, let's just go to the same three places we always go to. I know I like them. I know what I'm going to order. And, you know he'll be adventurous if it's something like this, mm-hmm. or if it's a program, or but if I'm just like, hey, let's go to, I don't know, Manello tonight. He'll be like, oh, I don't know, I really don't know <laughs> in Minneapolis. I don't well, know next I don't time he does play. that, you got to
0: just say, okay, then I'm calling Dave. <laughs> well,
1: well, and we'll I go. do <laughs> actually eat out a lot with friends, kind of because he's limited and sort of what he wants to try. But he just said to me the other day, he was like, you know. Let's just, you know, once a month pick a new place. I was like, who are you? Where did my husband go? Bring him back. His body has been abducted <laughs> by an alien. But people are creatures of habit, but yet they do like to try new things if they're kind of forced a little bit. Right. So what I like about this is it's a gifts It's a gifty idea, but there's something to show for it. So it's not like you're giving someone a coupon book. Right. No, it's it's uh... you can give them the glasses and explain the program. And that's pretty cool. You go
0: online, you 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 purchase a uh a... You can purchase a beer belly for one person. You can purchase a, a, a booze belly for another person. You can get a best belly for yourself, and they'll get it to them in their email. And then we ship them the glassware when that's done in February. The glassware won't be ready until February March.
1: But okay. and I know you're just up. getting launched. Like, didn't you launch just like a week ago? Well, we actually it, the, the,
0: the true story behind this one is we actually launched it. Uh, Right around the end of November, but we launched it with this really grandiose idea that people would come in each restaurant and walk out with their branded glassware from that restaurant. Okay. And so we were sourcing, we were producing, you know, thousands of glasses for Murray's and thousands of glasses for, you know, Hay Day or Constantine or Public. And you're also, and you're looking at, we we're making 200,000 glasses. In right. Storage and we were willing to do that. But what we really didn't take into consideration, and what we found out very quickly, is nobody wants twenty glasses, say twenty-five glasses sitting in the cupboard. No, you know they might want a couple. So people were saying, "Do we have to take them all? Do we, do we pick and choose which ones do we want?" You know, and we realized there was going to be so much waste. And a lot of the when we came back to the restaurants and said, "You know, we're not doing this glassware." Plus, we already had the the artist edition glassware. Yeah, was going to be a, a special on top of that. Bit. You said, you know, forget it. Let's just get rid of this glassware. Program's great the way it is. We actually lowered the price from where it was, so that's why it's only $35 and $55 and $85 now. And so, um, we, we, you know, we streamlined it.
1: So you have been around the block. You've done a lot of these entrepreneurial-type businesses. Do you have, like, when you're going to do a company, like, I'm only putting in $10,000, or I'm only... Do you decide what the number is that you're going to invest, or do you just try to bootstrap it as you go? Man, um,
0: yeah, I don't budget well like that. It, it just—I I look at it as—is as do we need this expense? Do we need to do this? Do we, mm-hmm. So if we do, we, we spend the money on it.
1: How much, like when you do a website for a business, generally, how much would you budget for that if you're an entrepreneur? Five, five to ten thousand. Okay, and that's a pretty simple website, I'm assuming. Yeah, I mean, the, with the, the shopping cart or whatever. Yeah, this stuff isn't
0: rocket science. It's it's. Uh,
1: Five to 10. Five to 10. And then to launch a business, a food business, or a, what would you say, like from a marketing perspective, is that where most of the money goes? It's, Once... it's
0: it's insane the amount of money that has to go into that, because especially with something like this, you know, you've got your your Google AdWords. You've got your Facebook booths. You've got your referral commissions that you give to people who are giving discounts for 10%. Like you're, anybody that listens to this is going to be able to go to our website, type in Makers.
1: And get ten percent off. Oh, that's nice. You I know. did not know that. Oh, surprise! Okay, yeah. there you go, people. Don't say that listening to the podcast never got you anything. You get
0: ten percent off, so it's three fifty off a beer belly, five fifty off a booze belly, and and uh, eight fifty off a off a uh, what's the, other? the best belly.
1: All right. Um. So the marketing is the biggest expense.
0: It's it's uh, it's the most time consuming. It's the most on. Um, you can get everything else completely right, and then the marketing comes and. That's the headache.
1: Do you do it yourself or do you hire someone? Both. And when you hire someone, do you like what are you looking for? What? How do you evaluate if they're going to be the person that's the right person? Because I'm assuming you're not like going to an agency.
0: Well, that's that's where Noah Miwa, my business partner in this one, comes in. He's a graphic designer. He's a, a, a he's a food person by nature. He's uh, very connected to a lot of the a lot of the restaurants and mm-hmm. just the. He's kind of an influencer, so the influencer marketing yeah. is is big in, in a in a program like this, and so we're just kind of rolling that aspect of it out.
1: When and then you, you
0: parlay that with some paid advertising,
1: when you launch something like this, do you have like okay, we're not going to make money year one, but we'd like to make money year two? Like, do you have it planned, plotted out on paper? Or no,
0: no I've got a you know bottom bottom right hand corner. There's there's that P and L that's it, it has. We won't even go forward with this. We can't unless we sell two thousand of them. It's okay, where that's our, we have to sell two thousand. But because of what uh, we've talked to the restaurant, we can only we can max out at forty five hundred, and which isn't very many. You're looking at a city of a metro area, three and a half million people. Right, you know, forty five hundred beer bellies and forty five hundred uh, booze bellies. That's that's not very many. So we we feel that we'll sell these out pretty quickly.
1: And can you then extrapolate it into like a wine program? into possibly a meal program. I mean, some of these things maybe even like a cigar program.
0: Those are whiteboarded. Okay. There. Coffee
1: shops. I mean, there's a million donut whole donut places. I don't know. Exactly. Okay. And there's a million places all, you could go with this.
0: When once we have to get we have to get the proof proof of concept for this one. Yeah. And, and, and that's the, the hardest thing. Down, you know, that now that's the hard even though it's only thirty five dollars, people trust that Dave and know are gonna be able to pull this off and when they actually walk into you know, Northbound or the Liffey or Burrow or Glicks or the local ox night Hawks you know.
1: That Kelts, you're going to get your drink and your ta- – Are you going to yep. get your drink?
0: Are you going to get your beer? And once they do and once they have a good time, they realize, wow, this really – that's when – And that it was
1: fairly easy.
0: And, and it is. It's, it's, it's stupid
1: simple. Because I would imagine, like, do you have to, like – so you go to the bartender. What if the bartender doesn't know what you're showing on your phone – they go get a manager. They,
0: like they know.
1: They figure it out. They, okay,
0: there's, with the restaurants on. See, it's not easy getting restaurants on board with something like that. Hey, oh, you I can imagine. Five hundred free cocktails away that are valued twelve dollars. <laughs> well, the first. Well, what if nobody spends any money? Well, you know, these guys drink. They're not going to buy a drinking program for fifty-five dollars if they don't want to have another drink.
1: Yeah, you know? I think that's true. And
0: they're also, you know, people who appreciate craft. Cocktails and craft beers probably have a more educated or worldly palate than other people. You know, they understand the nuances of, of flavors and they probably like, I'm betting that they like food a little bit more. Yeah. And so from the restaurant standpoint, yeah, there is that, you know, I'm not going to deny that people who want to buy our product. Uh, you know, we're hoping that you do buy uh, an appetizer. Why wouldn't yep. you? You have to anyway. Yeah. You know, but at least you're experiencing and exploring a, a brand new venue that you've never been to before. Right. New drinks that you haven't had before, maybe some food that you've never had before. Instead of sticking to those two or three restaurants that you your know, bars that you know you were alluded to
1: before. That aren't even that good, by the way, but just the neighborhood watering holes, you right. know, that you're kind of used to or whatever. Right. So when you have a business like this and you're like, Okay, I can sell forty five hundred of these and then I gotta move on to the next thing, um, do you have figured in there an income for you and an income for Noah? Like, do you take money out and pay yourself? No. No. When when would you pay yourself as an entrepreneur? Is it after you've sold all 4500 and gotten the proof of concept? Once everybody is paid off,
0: after every single bill is paid off, then, I, and then, then I'll reimburse me what my expenses are. Yep. And then if there's anything left, then I pay myself.
1: Okay. That's hard.
0: It's really hard. So, especially when that's all you've done for the last 15 years, you know?
1: So if you are doing this proof of concept, and again, some businesses work and some don't, I think... We just, last year, we spent $150,000 on a business that was an absolutely wonderful idea. We were working really hard on it. Everybody loved it. We never got proof of concept. We tried a million different things. It just didn't, it was too soon, and the concept didn't work. And so, you know, we'd spend all this money on something that basically amounted to a failure. And it's really, it's hard. Have you had some failures? Of course. And do you just like, like lament, like, oh God, I wish th- and that was such a great idea and it didn't happen? How does that go at home when you're like sitting there with your wife? And so,
0: so I had this great idea. I'm, I'm over in uh, Shenzhen, China. Okay. Uh, 10 years ago. And uh, it was over Chinese New Year. So it was like the end of January. But I had just been to the, 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 uh, our big art sale that goes on in the hotels with the starving artists say yeah. at, at the beginning of January. And I just looked at all this art and everything. So I went over in Shenzhen and I ended up running into this community, this city, that all they do is art. Uh huh. And I looked at this art and I'm like, oh, wait, this is the same stuff that the starving artists do. They're, they're getting their art from Jen. Right. I'm like, I, I'm going to do this. And so... I get my cousin on board, bring him back <laughs> over there. I get my other my wife's uh, brother uh, brother in law on board. We go over and we pick out all this artwork, and we buy a container of art, and it's like five thousand paintings of you know five by eights and and twelve by 16s Yeah, t- just you know a container. A container is a lot of art. Yeah, and set up a time to have our big sale, and we're going to piggyback it and kind of steal off the starving artists and stuff in hotels across the street from where they are <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> like a smart marketer sure right, right. and then uh, there's a big snowstorm
1: oh oh
0: and now we're sitting here on... did you
1: just wake up and your heart just sank? well
0: yeah it wasn't fine it sucked it, yeah and, I and,
1: don't have that kind of mental fortitude to keep going <laughs> right and, and but you know what uh, we tried it again
0: and it was 2008. And the housing market completely crashed. (laughs) And you know what? I don't care if a piece of art is... That's the other thing. These guys are selling art for $60. Right. They're doing 10 to 1 return. You know, I could do 5 to 1 and make a heck of a living doing it. Selling a a couple of sales a year? Yeah. Come on. And uh, it just... The housing market... People weren't spending $30 on art. You know, they were buying potatoes and rice. Yeah. that 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 was the deal. And so after... I swear to God, after like three or four years because we put it aside and I'm like, you know, I got to go back into the whole restaurant thing and deal with that because that's where my forte is. I looked at all this art and I called up a, a, I donated all of it.
1: Really? Yeah.
0: But there's, that that was called Art House Paintings and Noah and I actually have started up a new art house, (laughs) (laughs) which is what we were working on before this idea came. So we, when we were really going down the path of that and then, this idea became stronger in our hearts. In our I love
1: heads. the, I love the idea of is it um, the Institute of Arts that has the miniature sale, like or no? It was it was Ralph Burnett, uh, and they yeah
0: this is uh, this art is not on that
1: level. Okay, but do you know what I'm talking about? It was such a great idea. They had like you could a hundred people would donate things and you bought a ten dollar ticket and I think everybody walked away with a piece of art. And it could literally be, like, something on a matchbook or... Oh,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. And
1: and some of the artists were just kids, and some of them were renowned artists. And you didn't know what you were getting. You just, you know, bought your $10 ticket or whatever. It was just a really cool program. The idea of art is just so neat because you could get a piece of art that's so significant to you and is worth nothing, but it means so much to you. Right. Or, like, uh, if you have a big piece of art in your house that is significant, but you hate it, who cares? Right. Art is just such a personal, weird thing.
0: And it really is. I mean, and, and so to digress and go back to the art that our artists are doing, I, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention
1: Please. some of the artists' These names. are the artists that are on the pint glasses and the cocktail. Right.
0: So, you High know, balls. I don't know if people have heard these guys, but I mean, almost everybody's heard of Scott Seekins. Yes. All right. So he did
1: some of the art? Yeah. So oh, Scott,
0: yeah. I mean, he's, it's his, it's 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 he and Brittany drinking uh, out of a low ball. Cute. You, know? you know, it's his kind of. What Scott does, and so you know you, you'll you'll get you'll get a highball with uh, Scott Seikins art uh, with Liz Russ, Mike Davis, uh, and McCarrion. I cool. Think that's how you pronounce your last name. And then for the the Heinz, there's Emery Allen, uh, Minty Maticallum, uh Taylor Baldlerie, Miabi um, Goddard. And this art is, I mean, they all have their their only thing. We told them was try to keep it Minnesota. Yep. So, well, you know, what does Britney Spears have to do with Minnesota? Nothing but Scott Seekin's faces on there. So yep. there's Minnesota for you. Try to get food involved because this should be more than a drink program. Yep. You know, should, you know, and, and make it Minnesota-themed. And so we've got, to, I mean, there's there's one with a woolly mammoth, you know, which it, with pizzas hanging off him. That's you know, cool. The guy, yeah. There's another one with uh, like a, a waterfall, Minnea Falls. The waterfall is falling down into a glass. That's cool. Filling up the beer glass, and it just says "Say when," you know. And so, they'll get these glasses, and they, they're going to be like, "Well, you got—they don't make any sense together." Well, they don't, and that's the point. Yeah. And so we didn't tell the we didn't tell the artists what they could and couldn't do.
1: And will you have like a new edition every year? Yes. So like, if I've so, do you have a limited amount of time that you can get all your beer bellies redeemed?
0: Uh. The 2017, you can start redeeming them February 1st, and then it's over December 31st. So you say you'll have 11 months.
1: Okay. To redeem these, and then it'll be a new program, and, and be a new program that's kind of cool. Year. Yeah, yeah. Well, I really hope this is successful. When you told me about it earlier, I was like, "Oh, that's so cool." It is cool. The, and it's a lot of fun. The way that the glassware thing has evolved too is real smart. I like that because when we originally talked, I in my head was thinking, "Why do I want 20 pint glasses?" Right. So I like this idea that there's an artist angle to it yep. and that the glasses will be like limited editions based on the year.
0: Yep. And and they will. and The, and the glass where each piece of glass too also has the list of the restaurants in on the back of it and the year. So it's like a collector's item too. Yeah. So
1: that's cool. Yeah. It's really cool. All right. So people can f- sign up at GoBellyUp, which is your website.
0: GetbellyUp.com. Sorry.
1: GetbellyUp. I want to make sure you, I get that if right.
0: you type in the code MAKERS, M-A-K-E-R-S uh you get 10% off, which isn't huge, but
1: I appreciate it. You're the first person on all I mean, you're the twenty fifth podcast I've done that has ever offered a discount to anybody, so that's cool. Excellent. Um and let's just go through. So we have the uh Beer Belly is thirty-five dollars. Thirty-five dollars, twenty-five
0: restaurants, four glasses. Okay. Plus we'll be having events and things like that during the year. Sure. And specials. Yep. The Booze Belly is uh twenty five cocktails at 25 different locations, and I can name some of those too. And then uh, then there's the Best Belly that combines the two. So it's really, you get 50 drinks for
1: $85. $85. So like my husband, does it have to be the same person? It's so like my husband's a beer drinker and I'd be more likely to drink the craft cocktails. So-
0: well, you can only redeem it once. I mean, once you once it's redeemed, it goes it goes dark. So yep. if if you trust somebody, you want to give them your code to get into your belly. Yep. Uh, you can Or if do we're that. gonna dine together. If you want to dine together, oh yeah. Yeah. So you would buy two if you want to dine together.
1: Yeah. Okay. But, you
0: know, there's only a couple of restaurants that cross over. Okay. Um, so, you know, like Black Sheep. Oh there's yeah. Black Sheep St. Paul is new in the beer program. Black Sheep Minneapolis is doing the uh, cocktail program.
1: I just love the Black Sheep. Yeah, best yeah. pizza ever.
0: And so you know, there's. I mean, think about you, even in the cocktail program, some of the places we have East Side, Layla, Barrio, you know, Handsome Hog, Black Sheep, Ice House,
1: all good cocktail places for Red sure. Steak,
0: third Bird, Heyday, Constantine. Yep. You know, I mean, this.
1: These you can are, get a Jesse Held are, cocktail at Jesse. Constantine, <laughs> or or a Mike to Camp cocktail yep. if you go on the right night. Um. All right. Well, I think this is really cool. Thanks for coming on and telling us about it. What's next for you personally? Are you, like, thinking, I mean, this is obviously a big endeavor, but are you thinking, like, okay, and then I'm going to do this or that? Or are you hoping that you can roll this out in a way that makes sense for your continued mastery of the food empire in the Twin Cities?
0: When when this comes to fruition, when this actually hits the market, there will be spinoffs. Cool. From this, and and you know, there's a couple of other ideas that are uh, kind of along the realm of um, progressive food tours. That yeah, I, I own food tours in Puerto Vallarta, Mexico. Oh, so that's can neat. To, uh, can I say the name of it? Sure. Uh, yeah. Puerto VallartaChefsPass dot com, and find four different food tours. And there's progressive restaurant tours, and there's street food tours. Cool. And so, I want to bring that in on this thing too. And well, so does Noah. I don't want to forget about Noah. Yeah. Um. And and so that would be. Something we bring on along with this. And then we've got some other ideas too.
1: Well, we'll probably uh, touch base with you on Weekly Dish throughout the year to see how things are going. Um, thanks for being on the program and for me. good luck in the new year. I can't wait to see your glasses and how your program unfolds.
0: Thanks a lot. I really appreciate it, Stephanie.
1: All right. Thanks.